I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of ButcherBox, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. <laughs> Hey, listener, it's Zach Harper, Amin Al-Hassan, and Anthony Mays of Cinephobe. You may be asking yourself, what is Cinephobe? Amin, would you like to fill in the people? Cinephobe is the podcast where Zach and I watch movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes and try to ascertain... Oh, we're trying to well. ascertain? Yes. Okay. Ascertain. Whether or not they're accurately poorly rated, or maybe they didn't get a fair shake. Cinephobe, produced by this guy, Anthony Mays. Hey, that's me. I produced this show. I also watched the movies, even though that wasn't included in the description, and I also ascertained. Ooh, this month is wow oh maze why do you say that supercharge it (laughs) so that this promo can remain evergreen i feel like explaining a little bit more in 60 seconds i don't know maybe i don't bring attention to assuring people like look if you listen you're gonna get it just give it give it time that's a good promo just listen to it give it time you'll figure it out is this the promo right now isn't it okay i think we got it wherever you get podcasts (laughs) Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional mega church. We are here, the Lord, we are here, and we're ready, ready to podcast. Hiya, I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every week we're giving our mega church a tiny family feel and introducing you to members of our church staff and people from our community, and I always find it to be a treat and a treasure. Per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. It's Gray Haas. Jesus Christ, it's good to be here, Jesus <laughs> said when he came down. He sure did. Well, he? how are you doing? How are your kids who come to Climax, I Gray? I a really, just a powerful message that I shared this weekend at Climax, Ooh. Hallie. I'm not sure if you've seen the video that's been floating around of... Climax and Bannerman. No, the pastor that, he has like a... A pull-up bar that's detached from the rack. Oh. And he's climbing up, uh, you know, every time he he says, you know, you, you go to church, you get a little closer to God, and then he does... Uh, a kipping pull up and he kind of throws the bar up to the next level and then he says you know you you do loving things and you get a little closer to god and he's climbing up the rack have you seen this no well you know it's basically a guy doing a pretty no it's not that that hard he's just doing a kipping pull up until he gets to the top and he says but he can't go any further because he says there's something keeping me from god and it's sin i thought that was a powerful message but (gasps) what i did and is it like a rudyard kipling pull up Rudyard Kipling? What? Who's that? Oh, I don't know. 
No, a kipping pull-up, Hallie. Oh, like okay. you're just swinging your body weight. Uh, you're not really even using your full lat power. Okay, so then? But I had an, a little spin on it, which I wanted to do, which was I thought, you know what would be cool is if I do my version of a workout on stage and show how, you know, instead of sin keeping us from God, I'm going to show that when you sin over and over again, it just gets exhausting. And so what oh, I did yes. was every time I I would say, here's some of these sins, and I would say, you know, you uh, you DM someone's spouse, and I would do 10 burpees. And then I would say, you use the Lord's name in vain, and I'd do another 10 burpees. You know, you steal a catalytic converter out of a car while they're waiting at a stoplight. Or, wow. or something, uh, which is something that's happening. Did you know that, Hallie? Really? Oh, it's happening just in the sanctuary cities, but it's happening oh, everywhere. Is that right? But and so I'm I'm ripping out 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 burpees, and I was going, okay, I want to do this thing where I say, see how exhausting sin has gotten mm-hmm. me. It was crazy, Hallie. I just never got tired. Really? And so I did about a hundred burpees before I said, guys, okay, I'm going to have to do a bit of acting here because. I'm not really getting tired from these burpees. Wow. A lot of normal people would. But I said, I'm see how sin is, is could keep me from my next stage of my workout with God. And so then I just jumped right into the clean jerks that I was going to do. That but is it was so great. My cool. teens loved it. Well, you could always just do burpee, burpees. Like when you belch, you know, if you chug some Mountain Dew and burp for the kids, they love that stuff. You might be able to wear yourself out doing that. Oh, that is fun. They do love burping. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, a little update on my stalker i uh, ran into her again at gnc she was following me down an aisle hallie and the butters detective agency said yeah she's definitely following you i said guys uh i know she is here in gnc with me you know what hallie i just went right up to her and i said hey i'm gray (gasps) and she said uh, yeah you know i'm zelda i was your waitress at protino tom pertino's i said yeah would you like to join me for a Bible study sometime? And, you what? know, she just kind of like covered her face and, and walked away. But I'm making inroads, Hallie. I know, I know I'm going to win this person for Christ because I figure if they're going to be obsessed with me, they should be obsessed with Jesus too. Wow. Yes. I mean, Greg, you are an unbearable witness for Christ. I know. It's incredible. Completely unbearable. And so. <sighs> Yeah, that's that's the update there, Hallie. Wow. Well, you're going to really have to um, keep us abreast because this is truly, this story has more twists and turns than a Rudyard Kipling kip. Why do you keep saying that? I don't know. Anyway, how was your week, Hallie? Well, it's been a challenge, you know, but God is so faithful, so faithful, 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 faithful. And um, it's been challenging because, you know, my husband, Lance Labonte, you know, his he his dad is a pastor, a retired pastor. He wasn't a preaching type of pastor. He was more like an executive pastor at a, at a church and oh, cool. um, more of a businessman, but, you know, on the board and all that. And very, you know, lifelong minister in the ministry. His wife is, you know, God-fearing, lovely, 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 lovely people. But, you know, you reach an age where, you know, even pastors got to, you know, think about the greener pastures for right. the pastors and we found well i should say i found you know lance labont really leaves a lot of the you know what he calls women's work he leaves to me and that's usually things like you know doing the taxes you know making sure that the cars are uh, running and getting into the mechanic and out and you know making sure all the kids have all their dentist appointment doctor's appointments that all the like you know food and grocery shopping and household management is all done and you know the yeah. meals and you know all of that makes sense as well 
as you know, my full-time job, but Lance's parents, they need a a community of like-minded Christian individuals who are in their uh, golden years, getting ready for their golden crowns full of rubies in heaven. And, you know, I found them this awesome retirement community called Stepping Stone. And, um, Stepping Stone. Oh, that sounds dangerous if you're It's you know, right older. by Stonebrook Manor. There's Stonebrook Manor and then right next door is a Christian retirement community called Christian Stepping Stone. Oh, and okay. they have designed it after heaven. So, oh, you know, that? you've heard of these very effective um retirement communities that are, you know, based on m- modeling it after, you know, the memories that people have from the oh, way yeah. things used to be with the way they live so that they feel comfortable, you know, going to the grocery store and understanding how things work. Well, this is instead of this being a retirement community based on the past. This is a retirement community based on the future. And so it's modeled after heaven. I always thought the past thing was a bit stupid because, you know, I I heard of one of those in Australia where everyone was just smoking cigarettes and getting polio. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so they all die. Well, I guess that's a risk that you run when you want people to to return to the past. A doo-wop theme, you know. Mm, Well, that's why, you know, obviously Christians always have the best ideas. And Stepping Stone Retirement Community is actually like the stepping stone to heaven. This is to prepare you to get ready for, instead of trying to return to what life was like when you knew how to pump gas for your car and get groceries, you know, into your cabinets. Um, so this is based like on what practice? you need to be ready for, for heaven. Well, it, it's just paint, but it is a shimmery gold paint where all the streets are gold inside oh. Stepping Stone. There's uh, worship music playing over the PA system at all times. Okay. And it kind of, you know, if you think about it, it could be angels singing. Right. You know, it, yeah. I think it's a lot of Hillsong CDs and whatnot, but like the, the, so the voices of angels singing, they have a lot of praise and worship activities where you can get ready to be singing in God's choir, different things, hugging ceremonies. There's a pearly gates hugging ceremony where you just work on your mobility to make sure that when you walk up to the pearly gates, you can give Jesus a full embrace. <sighs> yes, yeah, so you can even get there. Mm-hmm. So how did they like it? I mean, do you think they'll they'll move in there? It might take a bit of an adjustment period. I know my husband, Lance Labonte's father, he's having a hard time because, you know, he's having kind of flashbacks. He was a prisoner of war where he was held and detained and they played the same music all day long, every oh. day, like as a torture thing. So he's getting a little bit triggered. But I, I think, you know, you got to give him some time to settle in. He'll get used to it. Just like Jesus steals our hearts, our guest today stealed from our plates, but is here with a public apology, which I think is awful big of him. It's my pleasure to introduce Cam Paxton. Welcome to the program. How are you feeling today, Cam? Honestly, feeling on top of the world. Oh, you guys God. know me. My name's Cam Paxton. And if you don't, you're about to. I'm the guy that stole the collection plate and got away with it. Well, Am I, I sorry I did it? Yes. <laughs> Am I sorry I got away with it? No. Okay. And when you say you got away with it, I just do want to drill into that a little bit because, uh, you know, as as many around the Twin Hills community know, uh, yes, Cam was seen taking a collection plate, walking out the J exit, and then... Uh, pretty quick. I, w- I would say about how long was it before you uh, were walking out the door before you were full body tackled by by our security staff? Exactly 30 seconds, just enough time to get off the premises, which means technically I got away with it. Okay. Okay. Now, Cam, we want to thank you first off for coming 
on to apologize. Uh, Thank you, you so much for having me. And do you want to do you want to go ahead and say what what is your apology? Uh, All right, my apology. Sorry for stealing from the collection plate. Sorry for organizing a band of mopeders to steal the money with me and drive away on mopeds and fan out in various directions. Obviously, we didn't get that far. I was apprehended after the initial thirty second getaway. Why did I do it? Because I needed the money. What did I need it for? A house. For who? My dogs, currently in a one bedroom with upwards of 10 to 15 dogs, found each and every one of them, will not return to the owners, and I need a house for these guys, and that's the bottom line. So, like I said, am I sorry I did it? Yeah. Am I sorry I got away with it? No, because I almost gave those pups a home. Okay. And for that, do I deserve to go to hell? Well, why don't you tell me? Well, I'll well, tell I you what, think, Cam. I, I mean, our hell. sins are covered in the blood. We're washed in the blood, in fact. So you saying you're sorry, guess what? What Jesus did on the cross already covers it. You're totally forgiven. You don't have to carry around any guilt or shame. And um, in fact, I can tell you still kind of feel proud of yourself for your ability to get as far as you did. And I like confidence in a young man. Uh, <laughs> do you mind if I ask, is it too personal a question to ask how old you are? I'm 18 and I'll tell anyone. Okay. Well, I think it is really brave of you to echo what, what Hallie said. And I guess my only follow-up is, as a, as a young person living alone in a house of 10 to 15, or what, right now, are you living in a house? Where are you living with these 10 to 15 dogs? I'm in a one-bedroom with these 10 to 15 cats. Okay, okay. I meant dogs. Oh, wait. Okay, so... Like are they cool cats, cats or are they dogs? Like, do you mean like like a cool cat? The cool cat, as dogs. The, the dogs are cool oh, cats. I see, I see. Exactly. Okay, so you were wanting to steal to buy a home for these these animals that you found. I'm not sure if the dogs are cats. What? Where are your parents? I mean, are you, are you, do you have a connection with uh, a home life? Jesus took him. Oh, Cam, I'm so sorry. I know. When my neighbor Jesus up and took my parents to Florida to live a better life and leave me behind, I thought, I'm never going to forgive these two. Oh, Jesus was your neighbor? Jesus was my neighbor, yeah. Was it pronounced Jesus? They're just... Jesus. That makes a lot more sense. So your parents are snowbirds, but did they at least leave you the house? Uh, nope, they left me a one-bedroom apartment that my dad used to use as an office. Oh. And now I use it as a space to live with. My found family. Oh, so is it mostly just kind of corporate in there where you live in? Is it just like desks and file there cabinets? There is no bed. There's He used it to store office materials and furniture as well. So there is no bed. There is seven desks, 13 rolling chairs, three cabinets for filing only, and of course, a plethora of pens and pencils. Okay. So... Well, first off, I'm wondering why there were more chairs than desks. Um, you and me both, my friend. Now, did you grow up attending Twin Hills with your family? Right. Or was it just a crime of opportunity where you saw what a gorgeous campus we had and you thought to yourself, well, I bet there's a lot of cash flowing in there on the weekends. I got to be honest with you. After my parents left, I felt lost. So I turned to the Lord. Mm. I went to your church mm. willingly on my own. And when I was there... I was spoken to by God himself, oh. who told me he wants me to have that sweet, sweet cash. And about how much cash was in the plate that you were able to uh, <laughs> carry for about, oh, I'd say... Upwards of $100,000. Yeah, that checks out. That is... 
That is that is a typical. And all plate. my moped gang, I had ten mopeders, and each one was going to take off with ten thousand dollars and meet back at the safe house, which was in the back of the church, because we figured you'd never look at the scene of the crime. Well, now I, but I've, you know, the security footage is being passed around over email, and one thing that I think did slow you down is that you stopped to count the money, and you were handing out, you stop, we're stopping to count out ten thousand dollars for each of your little guys on the bikes, and I think that was definitely a slow. A slow moment if I could give feedback on your robbery. Well, if I'm being honest with you, I believe in equality for all. So I just wanted to make sure that everybody had the same amount of cash. So just to circle back, what was your dad doing in that office? Did, did he have his own business? I, I just am curious. He sells office furniture. Oh, oh so that oh, would that's make, why, okay, yeah. that would what, be the but reason. It still for, doesn't make sense why there's more chairs than desks. Right. Good point. But maybe you could, you know, sell some of those things online and buy yourself a mattress, you know, so that you can, I, I, I think you're still growing as an 18 year old and you need your rest, you know, your, your bones are still trying to stretch out and whatnot. And I just feel like, what you did was, I feel like it was a Robin Hood crime. You know, you thought you were stealing from the rich to give to the poor. You're a person in need. You're Jean Valjean, so to speak, who just needs some bread for his 12 to 15 dogs. What, what you thought you were doing was, was taking from the rich to give to the poor. But what you didn't realize is you were stealing from God. You know, that's God's, yeah, that money. Is God's money. And luckily for you, we serve a very forgiving God who really does wash wash our sins away in the blood, which sounds like a mess, but it really is clean, I promise you. And I just, I think you're an in ingenuitive kid, you know? I mean, I hear on the news, I'm watching Fox News about how all these teen gangs are covering up their faces and running into Gucci on these real organized missions where they're running out of YSL with upwards of $400,000 worth of product. And you think these kids are organized. It seems like, you know, maybe you're just seeing that on the news and seeing our uh, gorgeous campus and coming over here. But I think you found a place where you're going to find much something much more valuable than physical wealth. You're going to find community purpose, salvation, Cam. And that is why I want to give a public thank you to the church for instead of trying me as an adult, trying me as a juvenile under the church jurisdiction and letting me be locked up in juvie here in the church. Thank you so much for taking me on as one of your own. How do you find the conditions down there in, in the, juvie? Yeah. In the, the conditions the are fabulous. Wing. Oh, good. Oh, the conditions are fabulous in the West Wing. There is no shortage of snacks. This I promise you. What? What? Who's taking care of the dogs while, you, while you're uh, incarcerated here? Uh, the dogs are with me. Oh, they are. Okay. Oh, they're, they, they, they're, out, they're out back. They're, they're out in the back dogs in, a, in a cage. <laughs> they're, in a, they're in a dog's ministry. Oh, I, I thought the dog's ministry seemed to be really swollen. Yeah, as the daycare was very full. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that's where they are full time. Wow. Well, it looks like you're, you know, you're well fed. It looks like you're clean um, in there in lockup. I mean, I'm glad to hear the conditions are nice. It looks like you, what are those? You have some flaming Hot Funyuns? I mean, you're getting like, those are kind of a, that, that's a that's a flavor that means you have some variety in there. I mean, bottom line is this. When I first got here, I thought up yours to you in the church. And now upon being here for a couple of minutes and being given numerous snacks, all of various degrees of heat, I have indeed decided I am a lad of the Lord. Awesome. And oh. I always will be. Okay. I, and I have one more thing to say to you two. Oh, good. On the topic of Funyuns. Oh. I am currently experiencing one of the funnest days of my life. Oh, really? In this interview with you two. <laughs> you have made God and forgiveness seem cool. Wow, Isn't that nice? What a awesome. great compliment. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah, I guess I'm a little bit concerned. And that, that is the truth. You know, I guess I'm a little bit concerned that today would be the most fun day of your life. Because when a young, you know, sometimes when I hear that a young person has... I don't, I w- would you say be abandoned by the family and is left to fend for themselves ha- absolutely. In, in a one bedroom apartment that sells office furniture? I can imagine how being on a podcast might be one of the more fun things. Yeah. 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 And Cam Gray here is um, a a prof, a pro. He's a professional That's at right. um, dealing with troubled teens like you, uh, or uh, and and so he can be a mentor if you're if you're looking to be a mentored, um, if you would like to be a mentor, if you're looking to be a mentee, and he can hold you accountable. If you know, I know young men your age have trouble with maybe arousal and auto auto. I don't know what it's called, but when you handle your own, you know, eroticism all by your lonesome, you know, it, yeah. it grieves the heart of God and you know I believe that's called an autoimmune disease uh, well exactly and it grieves the heart of God and if you need an accountability buddy to keep your hand from wandering downstairs and maybe exploring your own body because you're incarcerated in a church and have nothing better to do gray here might be able to help you avoid stumbling in the flesh well unfortunately Hallie he is 18 and that's out of my jurisdiction so he's kind of left to his own devices once you're out of high school you are out of high school or did you ever go I went, I kind of like Macaulay Culkin did in Home Alone. I took care of myself. I kept up appearances. Nobody knew my parents had left for almost a year and a half. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive licensed therapist at Talkspace, You'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. I did want to ask, too, about what you're wearing. Yes. So... Um, just to describe to everyone, I would say you're wearing a small-ish leather vest on top with no shirt underneath. Yes. And a Greek fisherman's cap and trousers that seem way too big for you. Were those your father's trousers? Uh, yes, they were. I'm actually, uh, I dressed up for the occasion. I'm actually wearing what I believe Jesus wore on his last day before they changed him into those, uh, white garments. A little leather vest? He was known for fashion. He was, he was, he had a good body. Oh, wow. So, uh, I can't help but think, you know, that maybe this is the way he wanted it. Oh, I see. Oh, cool. And uh, I'm doing this for him. Wow. And, and it, 
And on the back of the vest, it's, is that the Moped Gang insignia? That is the Moped Gang. We're called Moped Army. Real gang exists in Chicago. Oh, okay. Oh. So where are the, the other lads on the mopeds now? Do we know? They got away. Poor little guys. No leader now. Oh, oh you were the what leader. What are they going to do? Leaderless gang. I was absolutely the leader. Goes without saying. I think this is one of the reasons why I know I'm meant to be at this church, because this is a church of leaders. Not a single follower in that crowd. Everybody's leading themselves to heaven and i'm impressed nice well for anyone listening who's surprised to hear that a gorgeous mega church campus like ours does in fact hold a a facility that can incarcerate you know troubled teens so to speak i just would like to remind everyone that even your best cruise ships norwegian princess cruise line all of the best ones they've got a prison on there they've got a morgue on there which we do too because you get this many people coming on to campus you gotta you know be prepared for anything i mean we have multiple heart attacks per weekend service and we've got five weekend services so we gotta have somewhere to keep the body cool or in your case to keep the body warm and fed and i just wanted to say what have you been learning about forgiveness and redemption while you've been locked up i learned there's nothing you can't do that god won't forgive so everything's your oyster oh wow you've been learning that why you've been locked up what have you been doing down there and are you eating i've been reading i've been reading the bible and the hymns oh good as books why does it always and i'm sorry to say this but sometimes it just seems like just the way you say things is a bit like on the borderline of like it sometimes sounds like you're trying to maybe say the truth but you're not quite saying the 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 truth all the time fine i found a porno man oh no oh, no i in found the, one in the basement and i'm not giving it back it's mine in the church god wanted it to be in my oh, hand in the church jail you found a porno under man? a pew it was under a pew Ugh. Oh, no. Taped up. Taped up? Oh, no. That means it would have been in the chapel. Yeah, somebody broke into the arts and crafts and went to town. Wait, is that it that you're holding? Butts 4, what is that? It's the best version of Butts 1 through 3. Oh, wait, but this is all original art done with crayon and colored pencil? Yeah, porn. Wait a minute. Okay. So did you draw this? Is this a homemade? Yeah, it's homemade porn. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this is... And I've been busting a nut every day I've been in here. Oh, Cam. To these bad butts. What? God's gonna forgive me. That's true. I've learned everything I can from this church. That's true, but there's okay. but there's something about the grace of Jesus that you can't really take advantage of, okay? So there, there's something about the grace of Jesus that has to somehow make you not want to do the bad thing instead of doing it and then just asking for forgiveness. Right. It's like it's a loophole type of thing here, Cam. And I, I just want you to know that every time you draw a naked bottom that is that doesn't belong to your wife before you're married in the eyes of God, it diminishes your ability to someday love your wife's rear quarters. Does that make sense? It's like my friend Mace once said, bad, 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 bad boys, you make me feel so good. Why did he say that? Because you wanted people to be free. Okay. And so does my Lord. And I know what you're saying about my wife's hot buns, but I'm going to tell you this much. No woman's going to want to be with a man that doesn't know how to appreciate a hot cross bun when he sees one. And the only way I'm going to know is if I get it out of my okay, system. Maybe, that, well, maybe that's true. But I just to circle back, and again, I'm sorry. Did you tape it under the pew? And then I'm just trying to figure out. Okay. Find it. So you drew it, taped yeah, it. Yeah, I forgot I made it. Found it again. Put it under I the pew. I taped it. Found it. Found it. Then took the collection plate. Yeah. How did you get? How did you get it down to the jail? I guess is what I'm saying. No. What had happened was this. I had part, participated. Okay. In some. Arts oh, you and did this at earlier at church. In the day. 
So I had the magazine. You drew this at church? Yeah, yeah, under God's eye. So I had the porno in my back pocket. Did you draw one through three at church? Well, those were on other days. Of course okay, I did. Okay, I'm sorry. Where do you think I got all the supplies? Okay, so you drew butts four at church. So I drew butts four that day at the church, had it in my back pocket, took some tape and hid it on my butt. Then, because I thought how funny it goes with the magazine. Then I got caught. Then they forgot to search me. So I got thrown into church juvie. Then when I was in there, I taped it up. Then I had to come to the pew and do some prayers and what have you. Then I had to go to confessional. Then when I came back down, I was feeling around down there and I found it again. Those pants Uh are giant. Yeah, yeah, and and what else do you have in those khakis? Two sandwiches. Sandwiches. I know, and it sounds like there's like bells jingling around in there or something. Do you have? So there's a couple of Christmas bells in there. Oh wow! My dad oh. loved Christmas. Oh. Yep. Maybe you That's could a- use those in an art and craft. And speaking of which, like, what are some of the other youth activities that they provide you um, with while you're incarcerated? I've been making wallets. Oh, that one's cool. That's not a duct tape. Poor. Is that a duct tape wallet? That's yeah, cool. duct tape wallets for the poor in case anyone gives them money. Okay. So they'll have somewhere to put it. That's very thoughtful. That was my idea. Camp. That's good. That's Thank really you. Good. And what I did is to make them, I used the duct tape that it, I took that from the children's. I took the duct oh, tape. Oh, we had duct tape the in kids. the children's ministry? And I used it to oh. make the wallets. Yeah. I took it I took it from the kids and I feel bad about that. So I, I also want to apologize. Well, I guess I was wondering about the cover of Butts 4 is made from duct tape. Yeah, exactly. I used a lot of it. Well, Cam, this is, I'm glad that you are receiving some positive influences in your life. Mm-hmm. And I think these are things that, you know, when you look back, when you're 30, 40, 50 years old, you're going to be like, well, I was a bit of a rascal, I guess I would call you. But I did learn a few things at the, at the church at Twin Hills. And maybe this is, could be a real turning point in your mm-hmm. life, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said, once I get out in seven years, I think I'm going to be a whole new man. Oh, my goodness. It's that long. Is your sentence? Yeah, seven years for uh, stealing. 100k wow fully counted wow well okay uh, speaking of the freedom that you're going to find in christ um what do you think you'll do with your freedom when you get out at the age of 25 tap that pussy. okay see oh. Um, well, you know well, what? I'm know, actually glad we have the amount of sorry, time. Sorry, was that not the to... answer you wanted? Well, as long, you know what? I will say this, Cam, as long as you are married and who knows, you're an adult. You might get married while you're here um, being held at Twin Hills. You know, we can, you know, keep you in some kind of, I don't know if they use those plastic handcuff things, you know, those zip ties around you or whatever, but we could just throw some of those on you, take you up to the chapel and get you married and get you some conjugal visits, you know, and maybe you'll emerge uh, from Twin Hills a married man uh, with a lot of... I I think there's a lot of growing to do first, Hallie. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have already been getting some fan mail. Oh, is that right? From From who? Some of the ladies at the church. Yeah, some of the uh, gals at the church there started a hashtag, free cam. Oh, really? And uh, originally people thought it was for a free camera, so it blew up pretty quick. Oh. Uh, But it is about freeing me, and uh, I don't think there's going to be a tough time finding a wife once this guy gets out. Yeah. Let's just say. I've also heard that one of you, the songs that you've been doing uh, when you like, are, it sounds like you've been doing a lot of, um, what do they call when you run your cup along the bars down there and uh, do little songs or whatever. Uh, percussion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's the percussion. It sound, like I, I have heard that a lot of times you'll, you'll sing little songs just to keep yourself, I guess, occupied. I absolutely do. Thinking of dropping an album once I get out, obviously lots going on 
And uh, they actually have a music program awesome. in here, so you can learn to play instruments such as organ. Oh. And that is all. Oh my goodness, that, that's cool! I didn't realize that we had such an extensive youth incarceration program. <laughs> you really? And I'm the only one in oh, here. Really? And you guys are set. Amazing! Wow! <laughs> it's incredible. Well, hearing about it, I have a son, Day, who's a teenager, and I wish I could throw him in there just to get me through these teenage years. So I'd love hearing the that the conditions are good in the food. Okay, well maybe he would. Like having a friend and having a variety of um, snack bags and chips to choose from because, you know, Lord knows he's always complaining about the healthy foods I try to get him to eat. So uh, this is good for me to know that we have this as an option so I can start threatening my kids with incarceration. I would love to see him come on by. I'll be there. And have you tried to reach your parents since since this all happened? Do they know that you're in lockdown? Sent them a telegram. A telegram. It was a telegram. How did you? A telegram. Yeah, that's the only program we have in the in the prison. Oh, is that? Oh, it's telegram. Oh, the tele- oh, wow. telegram program. Oh, yeah. Exactly for teens. Uh, so I use that to uh, connect with them and let them know my situation. And um, they wrote back, "Best regards. Have a blast." Mom and father. Well, at least they know you're safe and you're in good hands here at Twin Hills. And um, yeah, it's interesting that your mom uses the sort of, uh, you know, the mom title, but your dad, the more formal title of father. Wasn't always that way. He changed it after he met Jesus. He found out I got oh, in here. Oh. oh. He well, went I'll from th- dad to father in one incarceration flight. Oh, man. Well, yeah, it's, it's not that they said best regards, too. You would hope that it would. Pretty formal. Pretty formal. Huh. At least it wasn't just regards. Cam, do you need any of us to um, go over to your one-bedroom apartment and make sure that the moped gang isn't using it as a flop joint and a den of iniquity? Oh my god, I hadn't even thought of that. Well, now that you mention it, I'd actually love that. I'll tell you where the key is. Okay. All you have to do is walk up to my building and make two lefts. Those will take you right back to the front door. Once you're there, make a right. Walk along the side of the house. You're going to see bricks on your left. Don't panic. Those are supposed to be there. Then you'll get into the backyard. You're going to find a pool. Avoid that at all costs. You could drown and die, and then you'll never get the door open. However, you will see a garden gnome, two lefts over from the two o'clock mark on a clock. Once you see the second one, lift him up. Check his bottom. Press the button on the back of his head. He'll fart something out. That's going to be a note, which then draws a map. And where does that map lead you? The front door. Head back there. Once you get there, you'll see a knocker. Lift that up. Under the bottom, you're going to see something taped to it. What is it? A pin. Number. Used for a lockbox just to the left of the house. Head over that way. Once you get there, call my neighbor, Carol. 323-1010-32310. She'll tell you where the key is. Okay. I think I got all that. Uh, What's the address? The street address? I don't remember. Cam Paxton was played by the hilarious Alana Johnston. Oh, I love her. Check out her podcast, Self Esteem Party, and follow her at The Only Alana Johnston. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Grey Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. <laughs>